So you're out and about, you're living your life, and uh, you walk past some kind of a screen and there's a cool image or some animation on it. There's a short message with this intriguing and easy to follow call to action. And you, you think, wow, that's really engaging. It's fantastic. I, I, think, I think I want that in my organization. I've been seeing this everywhere. It's showing up in more and more places. I think it's time that we also got this. I wonder how much it will cost. And of course, the answer to that question is, it depends. And that's not just a way to avoid having the conversation. It really does depend. It's not a cop-out. And a lot of organizations, to be honest, they go about it the wrong way, cause problems for themselves down the road. They might even end up with a less effective system than they needed or that they wanted because they don't really know the right questions to ask uh, as they're shopping. I mean, you're looking at not just uh, hardware, but software. In fact, you should look for the software first. That's the thing that people use every day and so on. It's the CMS, it's the software where the magic happens. And different companies have different kinds of software available. How do you know which one's the right one for you? I mean, there are now hundreds, no joke, of companies in the marketplace. So how are we supposed to sift through all this and find the one that's right for us? To help us answer some of those questions, we have with us today Elise Kelly, Client Relationship Manager for Physics. Hi, Elise. Hi, Derek. Great to see you. Good to see you. I'd like to thank Elise for talking to me today, and we'd like to thank all of you for listening. This is Digital Signage Done Right. Whether you're new to digital signage or a seasoned pro, this podcast gives you practical advice about systems, communications, and content to better engage your audience. I'm Derek DeWitt, Communications Specialist for Physics. Welcome to Digital Signage Done Right. Okay, so when I was thinking about this, uh, I kind of came up with what I anticipate are the first four questions somebody might ask. All right. All right, so I'm going to ask them to you. You're the expert. Woo! <laughs> pressure. Okay. No, no pressure. All right. <laughs> So first off, I saw it, I think it's cool, but my boss is going to ask me, what's the purpose of digital signage? What is it for? Isn't it just electronic posters? What's the answer to that? What do I tell him or her? That really depends on how it's going to be used. Is it only for organizational communications, meaning is it an internal audience? Right, employees and so on. Employees, yep. Or is it going to be also for public or is it just going to be for public? So maybe in a lobby for example, an right, atrium. Right. So actually, that's the first thing you got to ask is what uh, was it for? Because I think the right. different the, it'd be different workflows. It would be different workflows, and also it could be a combination. Like we see it a lot in airports or shopping centers, and that particular kind of software is designed for that environment. Very specifically, for example, right. retail. So right. you you will see this in re- so that's typically we'll use a um, a point of sale right uh, software, and that is. That is different. There are a lot of different softwares out there. Yeah. But you need to figure out. It's not going to work so great at a manufacturing hub or a corporate hub or. It's not. It's not going to be able to show, you know, KPIs Mm -hmm. at a manufacturing facility. Okay. Right. All right. So unfortunately, there's no easy answer. The 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 answer to what's the overall purpose is what do you want to use it for? Who's your audience? Right. Who's your audience? Start with that. All right. How big a budget should I start asking for? Because they're going to ask me about money. 
They're gonna ask you about money, but don't fall into a trap of thinking short-sightedly, okay? okay? Because the budget is gonna be for at least 18 to 24 months, right? If not longer, but you'll also gonna you're gonna need to do like a networking survey um, to make sure you're covering all costs for installing the system. Got to get qualified IT people uh, to look at power, network connectivity, put a bunch of power over Ethernet, beautiful right. room How signs. Yeah. How are we gonna do that? Mm-hmm. Where you know do we have a switch, all that good stuff. Really, this all comes down to two. You got to get the right people involved, which we'll talk about a little bit later. But right. do you want to do this before you start hanging screens all over the place and installing <laughs> room signs and then say, well, how are we gonna get that? thing powered on oh it's power over ethernet just stick it in the back we can't drill a hole through there and stick a cable this is a historic building exactly there you go that you hit the nail on the head well i mean the truth is though now maybe a few years ago not so much but now uh i type in digital signage into a search engine Mm -hmm. and i see a lot of free Mm -hmm. digital Mm -hmm. signage so why shouldn't i just use this free digital signage why should i pay money for it is it really free i don't know that's my first question when mm-hmm. I see that. And, and a lot of folks that have had free software, quote unquote free, uh, end up coming to us. And it turns out it's really not free. Right. So why not? Where were the hidden costs? Could It could be a number of things, right? So they might have proprietary hardware that goes, you know, with that's... Oh, so the software only plays on their hardware. And by yes. the way, it's got quite a price tag. Exactly. Right. I got you. Uh, even better uh, is their software features are so limited that there's no real support or service. Right. So it's like, hey, you bought it and yeah. we don't we don't offer support. Exactly. We don't uh, have a support team. So it's, it's too, maybe too simple for what you're trying to accomplish exactly because the fact of the matter is not all digital signage is the same thing no it's really not it's there are gourmet hamburgers there's yeah. a hundred dollar hamburger yeah. there's you a dirt cheap hamburger there's hamburger white stand. castle yes oh nothing wrong with white castle then yeah, but cool. yeah if you need you an eat. entire campus though you're not you're not going to probably want some free software. Uh-huh. I mean, does it have alert features? Does it? Can you trigger from a third-party CAP compliant? No, right, most likely right. not. So you've really got to... So you, you, you got to think again about your circumstances, but if you're looking for something larger, yeah. uh, something that's made for enterprise level. Yeah. Don't right. fall into the free trap. Right. I know that's a big, good word that you know gets people's attention, but... Right. So uh, you said get the right people involved. Who? Who should be involved in the in the buying process? Well, I can tell you who it's not, and it's not one person. <laughs> so, <laughs> jo- <yes>. Joseph, it's <laughs> all on it's you. It's all on you. And I then, expect a report on my desk yes, in 10 days. And then Joseph is going to be looking for another job, right? <laughs> so certainly not at the beginning. This is needs to be a team effort. I would say the biggest mistake is when maybe an IT person buys the system and has not consulted with anyone else, and then they hand it off to somebody to use. Right. Um, um, and to get all the content up, and they are literally blindsided. I've I have experienced this quite a bit in my life uh, here, and they just they don't even know what they're supposed to do. They right. don't know what they even. Now you do this. Yes. What is it? Bye. Think about it. They already have a day job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And now they have a digital signage responsibility job. Right. Or task that's right. been added to right. them. Right. So right. let's get a group together, not just an individual. Make it a team effort so that you know you've basically got continuity, right? Mm-hmm. No matter what happens with your staff, you've got a team of people. They're going to take it to its fullest potential. Because the mm-hmm. last thing you want to do is buy something that you, even if you get content up, what if it doesn't change? It just stays on the same stuff you had on day one? Yeah, we don't want that. You just literally threw away all of your money. So these are basically four four things we look at. You know, how much yes. money should we go free? What's the what do we want to use it for? And 
who should we get involved in this buying process? So if you do that, you, you probably eliminated a good number of the companies out there. They're just, we're not saying they're bad companies, but they're not right for us. Exactly. And now we're looking at a few companies. Mm-hmm. So then we have more specific questions we want to ask. And I think the first one obviously is, uh, I'm assuming I'm a medium to medium sized to large sized organization, mm-hmm. company, college, manufacturer, whatever, whatever the heck yep. it is. Uh, next question is, is it specifically for organizational communication? Because if it isn't, yes. I'm going to run into trouble, right? You mentioned this earlier, actually. You said workflows. Workflows are different in offices and on campuses. Right. Right? So you don't want digital signage software that's made for retailers or airports. Right, 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 because they're totally different. Yes, because there's going to be just a few features you might be able to use, and then you're not going to use all of these other features. Right, because they don't exist. Which is a waste exist. of money. Right. Because well, right. airport, airport digital yes. signage doesn't need to be able to do yes, this exactly. and that and the other thing. Yep, yep. Uh-huh. And another question I think is going to be, should I get an on-premises native application or should I do a uh, cloud hosted solution? Mm-hmm. So that's a I great. I mean, they both have pluses and minuses, right? They do. So I would say desktop software is going to limit you, right, to a single computer. Usually. Usually. Unless you get a site license. Unless yeah. you, yes, that's true. And so, but then you get web-based software and it lets anyone in your organization with a browser access with a password, of course, to mm-hmm. be able to post. And of course, you give them all the access you want or not all you can control it. yes you can control it but that certainly makes it a lot easier than a than say a desktop application and then there's this idea too of having web-based cms's which uh, i know like you guys at physics make a lot of Uh, and this kind of allows more people to provided they have the uh credentials yes the authorities Mm -hmm. uh they can contribute so it's not just, hey, this this computer on right. this desk in this room is the only one that can create and schedule content. Exactly. People can do it from wherever if it's web-based. Exactly. And then obviously the next thing to look at is, okay, uh, is it friendly? I mean, does it have a good interface? Does it have good friendly tools? Does it have templates so that I can control the content and how it looks? So we talk about, you know, like I said, day one. I mean, if you don't have any content to show or if you get content up on day one and it's just a a big old still image, Hmm. then you're just looking at a poster, right? (laughs) Yeah, right. And then you've bought a really fancy digital poster poster (laughs) the good news is it won't tear it will not tear this is a very good point so but here's the thing and i'm one of these people not everybody is a graphic designer though i i gotta be honest and say as someone who's married to a designer Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people sure think they are i was gonna say i like to joke that i'm a powerpoint master design expert Mm -hmm. because i can click on a template and it make it pretty and then i think slide master slide master that's right that is not the same as a graphic designer or multimedia artist. And let's just face it, as much as I don't want to admit it, I am not good at any of that. Right. So make sure that your software has some very easy design and scheduling tools, mm-hmm. right? So in addition to the designer piece, I'm also, maybe I'm not super great at computers or let's make it easy. Yeah. I yeah. mean, right? Why not? Make it easy. So you want good looking templates. Now mm-hmm. everybody knows as soon as you get a template, you want to change it. Yeah. Well, it's also nice if the software maybe allows you to allow the designer to not let someone change that template. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, right. That's a that's something that's a little deeper of a feature, but yeah. I'd make sure it's got it if you really care about what's on those screens. Right. Well, again, it depends, though. I mean, if, if you know you're going to only have one or two people making content, then right. you don't need a CMS that has that. No. If you know that you want to do something web-based that is going to have 
multiple contributors, mm -hmm. then maybe you should at least have the the capability of limiting yes. what they do so that you make sure it always looks good. Because, yeah, even right. I mean, I'm not saying people are doing it to be evil or to be trolls or something, no. but there are people who just think that looks great and it just Some doesn't. folks still like clip art. <laughs> Yes, back to the clip art. I'm back to the clip art, I know. Damn you, clip art. Yes. So, you know, you got to make sure, again, those workflows, that's something else that's important. Make sure that folks are comfortable with those workflows. I mean, if it's really complicated, and if let's say we do have somebody in IT who's looking at this, if they think it's clunky. I've talked to the sales folks, and still the primary purchaser of digital signage that Visix has found anyway mm -hmm. is, uh, is it's usually given to the IT department, but mm -hmm. they are not the people who use it. Right. So they have a whole different way of approaching how they look at the software and so on. Because yep. they're like, well, no, this workflow makes total sense. Right. It's it's only 15 steps. Right. Exactly. And then, you know, the person yes. who's actually in charge of it is going, oh, my God, it's 15 right. steps. Yeah. And you've got to learn it. Right. So yeah. there's, there's a lot of pieces. And, you know, there's things... Little things like drag and drop. I mean, I say that's a little thing. We have it. So uh -huh. to me, it's a little thing. Yeah. Right? It, it is great to yeah. be able to just go and yeah. drag it on there and drop it, it in. Are the are the workflows intuitive? Yeah. And can you design in to the software? To a non-IT person. Exactly. Yeah. Or can you only import import stuff and that's it? You can import. You can't do anything else. The temp You don't get to change the templates. Right. Can you imagine if you had someone who was expecting, well, we need to make this look like our brand and this needs to look like our school with our school colors. And no, all you can do is import and you can't change that color. Yeah. That's not going to work for you. That's <laughs> our colors, say right. the software CMS Exactly. Like, I don't know well, who does that, but we don't. <laughs> right. And then again, I think you have to do it like, you, what are you going to use it for? Yeah. So what features, what bells and whistles do you want? Does it day part? Oh, yeah. Because oh, that, yeah. that could be very useful. That recurring schedule is critical. Maybe you might want to be, create your own templates. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everybody wants to get a template and change it. Yeah. Right? That's for sure. Yeah. Okay. So that's those are the kinds of things you're looking for. Yep. What about, you said it allows you to import things. What about data integration? Oh, data. Is that something I should be looking at? Yes. Maybe? Absolutely. So if you think about it, a lot of what you're going to put on your screen is already in another system or is another so system. So like, like event calendars event or something. Event calendars. Yeah. EMS, mm -hmm. Google, Exchange. Mm -hmm. You know, you can easily import this information. If you think about it, weather, news. Mm -hmm. Uh, Excel data dashboards. Um, so there I'm not really creating the content. Right. I'm simply gathering the content and in my design saying, okay, put it here, put it yeah. here, put it here. Think about KPIs. In my own experience within literally the last week, a KPI that is already being produced, right? It's already being generated by another software. Mm -hmm. And now it's up on our screens in the hallway. In your branded colors with your exactly wheels or bar graphs or whatever you want. And that literally just shows graphics based on these numbers, but it makes you do something, makes you respond. I mean, that's critical, but not all software allows you to do that. If you're not going to have dedicated, like a full-time job mm -hmm. or two or three of this is what you do as you deal with the digital signage. If it is going to be part-time, having some kind of data integration and automated content takes a massive load off of those content creators' shoulders. It really does. And it's something you're already utilizing. It's something that people need to know. If you think about it, a lot of folks are not just dedicated to digital signage. That's what right. they do all day, every day. They have already had a job in place. And oh, by the way, now you're responsible for this. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's make it a little easy on them and also get the audience some useful info. Right. 
What about alert messaging modes? This is obviously very popular. If you think about it, severe weather. So get, we get a few, two or a, a bazillion tornado warnings every now and then, right? A lot mm. of our customers see those too. Those are pretty much everywhere, uh, certainly in the U.S. Well, um, not in California. Well, we don't, last we don't, we year. Don't, we don't have tornadoes. Got quite, got a fire NATO last year in California. Oh, I did. I saw that in the news. That's yep. crazy. And I'd want to know about that if that were coming. So, <laughs> That's probably not a template yet. Fire NATO. Well, Shark NATO. <laughs> if you're triggering that from your CAP compliant third party. Rave alert or alertus. Uh, that's true. It would automatically do There's it, There's right? many more. I'm just naming those two off the top of my head. Right, right, but right. But yes, I bet they've got one. <laughs> yeah. So right. if not, say, they can do it. Yes, and they probably will now. Mm. So, <laughs> so safety alerts, other types of emergency notifications, or, um, you know, you could have a hazmat situation in a science lab or, um, well, you know, something along those, or a construction issue where, you know, right. the earth cracked. Uh, and sinkhole. It's sinkhole. Yeah, I mean, right. there's there's all sorts of things. You can... It doesn't always need to be dire, though, right? It, it could does, be something no, like, it definitely hey, guess doesn't. what? The cell tower is under it's, maintenance. Yeah, the network and, is and down. It's going to be down for yeah, half an hour. Exactly. And that's yeah, also kind of an alert. It is kind of an alert because it's making you aware of something that's going to impact your day. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't have to be necessarily something that is dire. What about interactivity? More and more and more we see everybody wants to interact with screen. We're interacting with screens all the time anyway. Every screen I see has fingerprints on it. So touchscreens. Is this something I should think about when I'm looking for CMS? Absolutely. And I'll tell you what, if you think about it, you're on a touchscreen all day, every day, right? Yeah. I mean, there's times when you're not, like right now when you're, when you're doing this. But <laughs> if you think about it, your phone is a touch screen. Yeah. Your iPad is a touch screen, mm-hmm. right? They're a great way to engage your audience. That's something that's obviously going on in our everyday lives anyway. If you don't have touch screens right now, you may want to plan for them. And does the software allow you to take advantage of interactivity without right, having it, yeah. touch mm-hmm. screens? Right. I know ours oh, does. What do you mean? So you can set things to time. So if someone can't walk up to a screen, can you go ahead and tell the product to do something totally different, right? For the screen to change after a certain amount of time Uh or after this video plays, then it goes back to something else. And you have that video take over the whole screen on a recurring schedule or some ad or something else. Even though you don't have maybe a touch screen now, does the software allow you to build that type of content? And then when you do have touch screens and you can add in your interactivity and your wayfinding and your um directories your directories and, yeah, and yeah, be yeah. able to find you know where the professor is on this level or the doctor is on right. this level you don't want to buy something that doesn't support that for when you are ready if you don't already have because yeah that would be that would be a, a real bummer to you're spend all this time yeah. get the software get everything up and going a year later you say you know what let's get some interactivity oh. in there oh this software does not support exactly. that yeah you do not because then you're going to go through all of this you're going to spend more right. money. Mm-hmm. Yep. And of course, I mean, you don't even need interactive screens per se. I, I know that there are overlays that work with some varying success that you can just place on top of a static display or screen and it kind of sort of makes it uh, interactive. That is that is true. I'll tell you something even better. Mm-hmm. What if you just talk to the screen? Mm. So we, we call ours Andrew, uh, which is named... So these are VUIs. This is a VUI, and this yeah. is the coolest thing ever, mm-hmm. right? Imagine if you... I mean, do you really want to touch a screen out, you know, that's in a... Not the children have touched. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's that, yes. Um, I don't know where those hands have been. There's, that's true. But they're so, moist. Yes, that is... It's a good... <laughs> 
That's so true. So a lot of, um, for example, uh, healthcare facilities love this idea of talking to the display to mm. tell it what you need. Show me how to get to level five. So this is like a smart speaker, like Alexa. Yes, but yes, it's just Andrew here at Visix. But yes, named after so the you, So you actually, you actually say, hey, Andrew. Hey, Andrew. Show me this. Show me how to get to level five. Really? Hey, Andrew, how do I get to the library? Wow, and it does it. It just changes it automatically. It does it. Ah. Is it only wayfinding, or does it, can it be for other Oh, you other can do parts? it for directories. Oh, you can do it for a number of things. Really? So anything that's interactive yeah. through touchscreens could also be voice. Yes. Voice. Uh, you could tell it to scroll five uh-huh. names, like if you're if for a uh, directory. So you need to get to Professor DeWitt's office. Right, you're so, just starting in A's. Like yes, skip but five, you can't remember five. if it's DeWitt or if it's, I don't know, DeWitt, right? So you're, <laughs> you tell it to scroll five. Right. That's a right, terrible right. example. But you get the idea. So is you're it in DeWitt the, or is yes. it Pruitt? So you're in the D's, so yeah, at least yeah. you can say scroll five. Oh, there he is. That's yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Professor right. DeWitt. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. But if the software doesn't support that, that's not an option for you. Exactly. Without changing your whole CMS, and that's a whole thing. A whole nother budget. Right. Basically, that's why you want to ask all of these questions in advance is sure. so that you get what you want and what you need and something you can grow into. Yes, and it's there's like no buying, surprises. It's like buying, buying clothing for children. You want yeah. something they're going to grow into, or else Absolutely. you got to change clothes every six months. Right. And can is... you grow into it? Is it is it a platform that allows you to grow, exactly. or is it a one and done? And oops, sorry, you're going to actually have to buy a whole nother platform. Yeah. Of this tier that we have over here, we can't actually add to that one. I mean, oh, that's... did we forget to tell you? Oh, right. Sorry. Oh, yeah. 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 That gets back to that free stuff, yeah. that free software. Uh, <laughs> what about like uh, sending stuff to I don't know tablets, uh, BYOD devices, bring your own device type things, smart phones things like this critical unless you're just interested in that single display that you might have you know i don't Uh know uh, on your on your countertop right right because again we're our phones are always in front of us right Mm -hmm. so your audience isn't always going to be in front of your your digital displays and your hallways and no hopefully they go home once in a while well that's a good idea or yeah or yeah (laughs) stop going to class right don't don't sleep uh in the student center you definitely want to be able to publish to if you can publish to desktops like even in computer labs that's a that's a big thing we still Mm -hmm. have a lot of folks that are doing that it's very popular feature um make sure you can publish to smartphones you know websites other other bring your own device right uh devices so that people don't miss your messages so all of those places that i named might not be critical to what you're trying to achieve but it's but good it's good to it's ask there. to right. see if it's even there or if it's is it there maybe yep. we might want to do yeah. that you, you might know. want to i right. mean i mean kind of all of this this the last few things we've been talking about and we're really just asking is it scalable in many exactly. in many ways i mean scalable yep. in size yep we've been talking about scalability and features yep but also like yeah i might start with Five screens mm-hmm. or five displays, or in one building, but I might it might end up taking over a whole bunch of buildings. Yeah, you may end up with five hundred. I mean, in different geographical in, locations. I was going to say across the country, across or or, be, or beyond. Honestly, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like I know that there are companies that have like yeah, we have we have it's the same digital signage system. Sure. We have it in Denver, which is our hub, mm-hmm. and we can control the content from there to a certain extent. We've got one in Atlanta. We've got one in Saskatoon. We've got one in Sao Paulo. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's very tempting to go, well, let's just get the cheapest thing we can. Right. If you go too simple, you really just might end up paying down the line, and that's why you need to plan it all out. Yep. Right. Yep. Uh, how about like when we get to things like purchasing options? This is a this is a big question that comes up uh, when we're at trade shows. What are my purchasing options? You may already have some hardware. 
You might need hardware and the software. You might need, you know, again, if you already have the hardware, you might need software only. Mm. So ask vendors if they offer bundled solutions, right? Software only sales, cloud-based subscriptions. Right. Do I have, do I have a lot of different possibilities there? Yeah. Mm. Because everybody's needs are a little bit different. Something we do very well is we, we do the best we can to fit your needs. Right. And I know that sounds salesy, and I'm not in sales, but that's a big deal. That's that's the it's, service industry. It's a, everything's a service yeah, now. Yeah, it's a big deal. I mean, that question comes up. I would say that's one of the biggest questions that I get. Can I get a site license? Or yep. is there, like you said, is there a subscription? Yep. Can I get a bulk discount? Mm-hmm. If I'm buying a whole bunch of stuff, hey, yep. how about you help me out here, brother? Yep, absolutely. <laughs> or sister, or sister. And what are the, the options? I mean, for OPEX and CAPEX, and that's that all comes into play. And then I think the last thing that you'd have to ask is you'd have to look at support. Because I know that that's very often one of the big bugaboos of mm-hmm. these these free, quote-unquote, free soft digital signer software companies is they have zero support. Mm-hmm. So you've got to make sure that you, they do have support because, hey, you could have a lightning strike, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it could be an act of God, if, if you will, that could cause something to go out. And maybe you're not 100% positive of how to get this back on or how do I know if my player is still working or I don't remember where the on button is you know even if it's something I haven't had to reboot it right I have never had to touch this thing since it was deployed so having some technical support handy is really helpful Mm -hmm. Um, also does the vendor offer training I mean even if it's easy to use it's new right and there are going to be updates and bug fixes there's going to be updates there's going to be new features how do I know about those new features and do they cost yeah, do they cost money or do, are they included? Right. So it's it's critical. What support. about like looking at if the vendor also has other things like, I don't know, uh, you know, design services or will do consulting or things like this. Like, again, uh, a company that also offers those would seem to me to be potentially valuable for a larger scale customer. Absolutely, because if you think about it, again, this all comes down to, to human resources, right? And who's available, who who has the talent to be that graphic designer, or maybe we don't have a graphic designer. Right. Maybe we have Elise, who thinks she's a graphic designer, <laughs> but she's really just a PowerPoint. Right. Like, she's actually just super ambitious. Right, super <laughs> ambitious and not really even a PowerPoint pro, even though she thinks she is. So <laughs> it's, it's great if, if the company offers these types of services, right. like an award-winning creative team, not to just throw that out there. That <coughs> Who could you be talking has about? Has that award-winning mm-hmm. creative team. There's so hint, many awards hint. in the hallways that you can barely walk it's, down the it's hall. It's actually a little bit comical. It's it's. I think it's great. It is. It I is don't great. mind tripping over some awards. That's right. Depending on the answers to these questions, you may not need, you may not be a university or something like that. You know you're a junior college, let's right. just say. Let's use education. You're a junior college. You might expand your campus one day. You've got a handful of buildings on there. It's it's not that you want to have this, but you know, hey, you know what? Infrastructure-wise, we're pretty set and we're not really going to be changing right. too much. So we're looking for this. Some, some other kind of an organization is going to be a whole different, you know, a medical clinic is going to be different than a hospital, yep. which is going to be different than a general hospital. Exactly. So uh, the answers to these questions uh, will help you decide which company and which CMS is the right one for you. 
Look at the software before you look at the hardware. People very often want to go hardware first because it's easy and they, 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 they understand it or they think they understand it. Uh, the hardware is easy to find. And, mm-hmm. and, and again, very often if you're working with an integrator or a reseller yes. or even some of these vendors, they may have a bunch of displays and players and things like this that they can offer as sort of a package deal. Yeah. It may become a one-stop shop for you. The hardware should be second because hardware is just what's out there. you, you got to think about the people who are using this software every day and you need to make it easy for them the better the workflows and the faster that they can uh, create and schedule messages that look great the more reactive Mm -hmm. it can be the more sort of real time it can be and this is i think one of the strengths of digital signage it really is oh, there's a news item and suddenly it's all over social media. Well, it shouldn't then take three days for that to get up on my digital signage. No. The three days today is a a year. Exactly. Yeah. In digital signage, it is. Yeah, in dog years. In dog years or cat years. (laughs) So, and the interesting thing is as you address these questions, as you answer them, it also helps you focus and you may find that your buying criteria starts changing. Oh, I hadn't thought about that, you know. You would be surprised at how often that happens, uh, for example, during uh, a pilot. Uh That that comes up quite a bit. Oh, we just want to do this. And then all of a sudden, there's more. Right. They're playing around with it and going, oh. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. Well, what about this? And can it do this? No, but here's another way to accomplish the same goal. Ah, how interesting. Right. And and I I think something that you said early on there, get as many people as you can involved, all the stakeholders. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, need to get involved in this so that they're a part of that process so everybody's on the same page so when launch day finally comes Mm -hmm. and you're ready to unveil it to the expectant world uh, everybody knows what's what to expect and it's going to be fantastic and then the audience you put in all this hard work and the audience just goes ah yes a constantly flowing spigot of quality information yep that's beautiful isn't that great? That's a beautiful thing. Uh, so thank you very much for talking to me, Elise. Thank you, Derek. It's always a pleasure to see you. Indeed. And uh, thank you, everybody out there, for listening. Hey, want more free stuff? Then head to the resources section of physics.com for free masterclass guides, blogs, videos, and more to help you with your digital signs. Please share, subscribe, and leave a review of this episode and connect with us on social media.